This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Wednesday, May 5th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Bozeman won't budge. USMCA, good, but not good enough for USTR. And a Cinco de Mayo to celebrate. Top R to FACA. No way on Carbon Bank. With the Agriculture Department expected to soon release its strategy for tackling climate change, the top Republican of the Senate Ag Committee is doubling down on his opposition to a USDA-run carbon bank. I appreciate the interest from food and agriculture organizations to develop proposals intended to provide for a greater role for agriculture in addressing climate change. The reality is that the Secretary does not have the authority to create and operate a carbon bank as proposed by the Biden administration, according to Senator John Bozeman, Arkansas Republican. He issued a statement yesterday in response to recommendations by the Food and Agriculture Climate Alliance for using a carbon bank to test ways of rewarding farmers for conservation practices. Bozeman added, Since it was first proposed, the concept of a so-called carbon bank has shifted many times. Today, it's unclear whether the term carbon bank is a noun, a verb, or an adjective. Take note, FACA's recommendations were included in comments that many farm groups and environmental organizations filed in response to questions posed by USDA about how the department's climate policy should be shaped. There's fairly broad support for using Farm Bill conservation funding and the federal crop insurance program to incentivize conservation practices. Crop insurance uh, industry groups cautioned USDA that the program needs to be kept actuarially sound and that it already rewards farmers whose practices make their crops more resilient. Now, for more on those comments to the USDA, you can read this week's AgriPulse newsletter. USTR holds up USMCA as a partial template. U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai thinks the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement is the best free trade agreement ever because of its strong labor and environmental standards. But she says future trade pacts will need provisions on climate change and other issues. United States-Mexico-Canada agreements bipartisan approval gives me confidence that this approach is worthwhile, Tai said at the 51st Annual Washington Conference of the Americas. The updated agreement now includes the most comprehensive and forcible labor and environmental standards of any U.S. trade agreement and, I would argue, any trade agreement. Tai stressed that USMCA is only, quote, a starting point for future work in the region that explicitly acknowledges climate change, aggressively addresses global forced labor issues, and expands the benefits of trade to women and historically underserved communities. Producers hope EPA upholds biofuel pledge after Iowa trip. Farmers will be watching to see whether EPA Administrator Michael Regan follows through on promises he made in Iowa on yesterday to support biofuels. Regan toured Lincoln Way Energy in Nevada, Iowa, and heard from roughly 30 farmers on concerns ranging from renewable fuels, electric vehicles, and livestock production to the waters of the U.S. rule and the Clean Water Act. Noteworthy, Monty Shaw, executive director of the Iowa Renewable Fuels Association, told AgriPulse 
He thought Reagan was much more sincere and open about upholding the renewable fuel standard than then-administrator Scott Pruitt was when he spoke at the same farm a few years ago. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative, a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Biden sets COVID vaccine goal releases rural aid. The Biden administration is taking new steps to increase vaccination rates in rural areas and to meet the president's goal of administering one shot to 70% of all Americans by July 4th. The administration is releasing $100 million in funding for rural outreach programs and also will be sending vaccines directly to rural clinics, including those in areas with a limited number of other vaccination sites. Some $860 million will go to rural health clinics and hospitals to help them broaden testing and mitigate the spread of the virus. Why it's needed? Well, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, three in ten rural residents say they will either definitely not get vaccinated or will only do so if they're required. Real movement expected this month on infrastructure. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says the administration expects to see real movement from Congress in the days and weeks ahead on President Joe Biden's $2.7 trillion infrastructure package. I think May in particular is a month where you are going to see a lot of action, he told Punchbowl News yesterday. Speaking to Fox News earlier this week, the top Republican on the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee, Shelley Moore Capito of West Virginia, said there appears to be a, quote, real desire on the part of the White House to reach a compromise on infrastructure spending. Big avocado hopes for Cinco de Mayo. Today is Cinco de Mayo, and California avocado growers should have a lot to celebrate. Cinco de Mayo was muted last year amid the height of the pandemic, but the Mexican holiday that's popular on both sides of the border is going to be much more festive occasion this year, and that's great news for avocado farmers, according to the California-based Mission Produce. About 100 million Americans will be celebrating today, and they're expected to consume 70 million pounds of avocados, says the company that packages avocados in California, Mexico, and Peru. As vaccinations ramp up in the United States, people are eager to return to pre-COVID activities like gatherings and in-person dining. Cinco de Mayo could be the first holiday of normalcy for many, said Steve Bernard, founder and CEO of Mission Produce. Here's today's He Said It. There are people out there who somehow think we're still in the Stone Ages and farmers still stand around in overalls and hold a pitchfork all day. Not that we might not occasionally, but that's not modern farming. It's Monty Shaw, Executive Director of the Iowa Renewable Fuels Association, on EPA Administrator Michael Regan's visit yesterday. 
Well, that's Daybreak for this Wednesday, May 5th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.